0: Welcome to Brain Health Breakthroughs, where we help you get smarter, think faster, remember more. I'm Peggy Sarlin, and I can't wait for you to meet my honored guest today, because you're going to learn about the possibilities of massive healing for dementia, depression, anxiety, ADHD, PTSD, and lots of other difficult problems to treat. And all this healing comes from a humble, very unexpected plant. My guest today is Dr. Philip Blair, a West Point graduate and retired colonel in the Army, where he served as a family physician and also as a combat physician. After 29 years in the military, Dr. Blair began a new career consulting on complex disease management. And for the last several years, Dr. Blair has specialized in treating all kinds of patients with CBD, cannabidiol, which is derived from the hemp plant. This is fascinating stuff. Welcome, Dr. Blair.
1: It's a pleasure to be with you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for coming today. And we've got so much to talk about. I just want to dive right in and start. All right, in the last seven years or so you've treated about three thousand patients that's right with with cannabidiol with C B D and with a whole range of problems. So can you tell us about the range of problems that you've successfully addressed so we we get a sense of the scope of the healing possibilities?
1: Well, I think the first up is pain. There's all different kinds of pain, and CBD is superb uh, for controlling pain. It doesn't do it in all cases, but it's excellent. Uh, Sleep. Uh, There's an improvement in the quality of sleep that goes on with CBD. Autoimmune diseases and immune uh, reactions. Uh, It is superb for quieting uh, and controlling the immune response that uh, people have. Um, and neurodegenerative conditions. Uh, there's a host of them, and uh, CBD seems to be effective in most of these, and at least in supportive roles, if not in treatment roles. And cancer. And I think we always have to bring up cancer. Uh, it, uh, it is supportive uh, for uh, symptoms that people are going through and protective against chemotherapy and radiation, as well as enhancing the killing effect of um, the chemotherapy. And so I've I've seen the benefits in all these. And recently I did one on burning mouth syndrome, which is a rare entity that uh, occurs seldomly, but is an affliction that people uh, have terribly. And by using CBD, you can control that symptom.
0: Okay. So we heard a range of problems that we didn't necessarily know C B D could address. Probably some of us are familiar with pain. You know, that that's kind of gotten attention. Right. But what about some of these brain issues, some mental health issues, uh neurological you know, depression? Talk to us about some some brain problems that that you've treated with C B D.
1: Well, the brain problems, and, and that's in keeping with uh, my book, which is uh, medical cannabis uh, and in uh, mental and CBD and mental health care. Um, and that's what I've addressed um, in major in a 590-page uh, textbook uh, that I've uh, produced. Um, and it addresses anxiety, depression, um, uh, autism, um, and um, uh, dementia. Uh, and it encompasses all of these diseases. And, and the excellent uh, we've got excellent evidence for the potential. Uh, we don't have clear evidence for the benefit, but there's excellent potential for all of these uh, brain and neurodegenerative conditions, including the eye, which is an extension of the brain uh, in effect, and it has the same pathologies that the brain has, and the and the eye can benefit, especially retinopathies.
0: That's that's a lot to think about. Now you mentioned autism in there, correct? As right, who ever thinks that autism can be treated with CBD? I mean, this is very fresh terrain.
1: Well, I think it's uh, popular in the uh, in the general population with uh, autism, they are generally aware of it. And most people, I think, are using it uh, to some degree. Well, uh, at least they're most aware of it. Um, Now, there's some people who are using it some people are are not. uh, But it has a major benefit. And the main factor is in um, its reduction of the inflammation in glial cells. And also, the blood-brain barrier uh, is... Uh, leaky um, in autism and other neurodegenerative conditions. And that's where CBD reinforces the blood brain barrier to keep those inflammatory chemicals out of the brain and calming down the glial cells, which are the supportive cells. That are in the brain.
0: Well, I've been uh, reporting on dementia and Alzheimer's for ten years, and so these words that you just use come up again and again in infl- inflammation as a prime driver. Of Alzheimer's, the glial cells problems in the glial cells malfunctions there, um, penetration of the blood-brain barrier um, by toxins. All these issues come up in uh, in dementia, and it sounds as if they also come up with with a host of other brain problems.
1: That's right. I mean, classically, we have evidence for uh, the. Uh, inflammatory cycle occurring um, in the brain, as well as in the rest of the body. And in the brain, it can manifest as many different problems. It can manifest anxiety, depression, um, or um, uh, autism, or uh, dementia. It all has that capability. And there are other neurologic diseases uh, that also encompass this uh, topic. It is a common pathway for uh, the all of your brain pathologies to go through an inflammatory phase. Uh, and that is uh, what uh, seems to be causative of the neurodegeneration that goes on with the cells.
0: Well, I think there's so much we, we are learning and that potentially we can learn about CBD. When I was preparing last night for our interview... I checked the news, and lo and behold, I came upon this headline, which I will read to you. Cannabis compounds can stop the virus that causes COVID-19 from entering human cells by binding to the spike protein and blocking it from infecting people, study finds So does that sound like a a plausible scenario to you that uh, CBD may be potentially helpful uh, with COVID?
1: Absolutely. Now, that particular study uh, addressed uh, CBG uh, and uh, CBD uh, alpha and CBD um, and uh, other chemicals that are not common and they're not um, in your standard hemp But the same function has been performed uh, by CBD. uh, And I've documented at least 30 different mechanisms where CBD is effective in COVID. uh, And uh, also combining with a terpene uh, called caryophylline that has been superb in terms of reducing the infectivity and uh, quieting the um, cytokine storm that occurs with uh, COVID.
0: You know, I, I'm just wondering, just occurs to me now, I, uh, I'm very good to my immune system because I, uh, I want to have a robust immune system, uh, to ward COVID and everything else I don't want to get. this, Not just COVID. So I take vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc and quercetin. Is, in your opinion, is CBD a prophylactic in any way? Is it something we should take if we're fine just to, uh, prevent uh, problems from developing to support the blood-brain barrier or the immune system? or Does that make sense at all?
1: I think it does, and I think it's uh, very preventative uh, for um, immune type of reactions and inflammatory reactions that we have in our brain. We know that CBD, uh, actually the science says that it enhances uh, neurogenesis and neurogenesis, so it's um, helping form connections and synaptic links calming down inflammation, quieting our minds, um, and it's improving our bodies metabolically as well as uh, physiologically and uh, emotionally. So I think that CBD is a requirement uh, for maintaining health. Uh, It's not absolutely required. Um, People get along without it. And in fact, um, many people are able to use it uh, as they need it. But the main purpose of the endocannabinoid system is to maintain a balance in our body and maintain health. Well, CBD helps to upregulate that system so that it can better perform and compensate for discrepancies in the endocannabinoid system,
0: yeah, we're about to get into the endocannabinoid system, which is it's a job just to say it, you know, <laughs> just to figure out how to pronounce it, but just uh let's take a minute to appreciate what you just said in studying the materials you sent me, preparing for this it it only occurred to me now the possibility of CBD as As something you just take as a matter, of course, not as a corrective, but, but as something for maintenance. So just going back to what you just said, let's say if you regularly take some dose of CBD, and we'll go later into actually the practical matters of this, of how you actually take this stuff. But if you take this on a regular basis, you said it's neuroprotective. It's, it's protecting the neurons. Right? right, it's promoting mm-hmm. neurogenesis, so it's promoting mm-hmm. the birth of new brain cells. Right, I th- seem to remember reading. It does it do anything particularly wonderful to the hippocampus, uh, which is where yes, Alzheimer's it has a very
1: specific action in the hippocampus. It's it's activating the CB two receptors, which are anti-inflammatory and glial protective, um, as well as um, working on some of the neurotransmitters. The Serotonin uh, receptors, um, the dopamine receptors, and there is a host of other receptors that are involved with it. Um, And uh, they all have a very beneficial effect about calming inflammation and promoting health in our brains.
0: Well, what you were just talking about with hippocampus sounds like it can be beneficial to ward off Alzheimer's, which begins there, but also depression. That, that, am I? Correct. And the mechanisms you were just describing sounded like they Mm -hmm. were. Yeah. And depression is such an unbelievable problem right now. I mean, even before COVID and lockdown and everything else was a problem. And now, wow. So as so many people are struggling with depression, anxiety, these kinds of problems, to know that if they add this to their repertoire of what they of self-care, that, they can be um, promoting better brain health for better mood. This is this is new information, I think, for a lot of people.
1: I think that um, some people have uh, taken CBD and they don't recognize the changes until they stop taking it, and when they have <laughs> uh, a the inflammation comes back and the depression and the anxiety uh, return, so that uh, it's often uh, the not. They don't feel the effects um, uh, consciously when they're on it, but they do feel it when they get off of it. And then they I, they hurry back to get on CBD uh, to protect <laughs> themselves.
0: You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> That's right. That's how it is with a lot of things. So actually going back to COVID for a minute, when we talked um, before uh You told me about a study that was done in Brazil during, I guess, the height of, of COVID when it first hit, where a mental health clinic offered CBD to doctors who were suffering burnout and couldn't keep working. And uh, can you tell us about that study in CBD? Yeah, that
1: was a fascinating study of uh, the use of CBD um, with uh, counseling um, and to um, mitigate against the stress effects of, uh, um, of COVID and the COVID infections they were treating. It wasn't just doctors. It was medical professionals uh, all over uh, the field. And there were about 30 that were incorporated into the study. They, um, and they were dealing with frustration. They were dealing with burnout. They were dealing with exhaustion. And when they incorporated the CBD, and um, they used three hundred milligrams of an isolate uh, type of uh, CBD, but um, they they found that it it controlled their anxiety, it relieved their depression, uh, they re- re- relieved their frustration and um, their exhaustion. Um, they improved their sleep quality. Uh, and uh, that, uh, and they stayed on the job, and they continued working in that role. Now, interestingly, the study was for one month, but uh, for uh, the, the benefits continued for at, at least two months uh, of the study, even though they weren't actually taking it. So, I actually see that uh, CBD is causing remissions uh, from correcting by correcting the endocannabinoid system. Uh, and promoting um, health and well-being.
0: That's it's utterly remarkable. We're talking about a derivative of the hemp plant that's able to do miracles, like revive doctors who and and uh, healthcare personnel who are absolutely wrung out from exhaustion put him back on the job. This is this is really outstanding stuff. So, um tell me how you got into this um you you were a military doctor going from uh military work to dealing with uh cannabinoids, maybe not everybody would anticipate that <laughs> trajectory. How did you get into this and a lot of people listening to this are interested in dementia, in particular in Alzheimer's and uh, I know that's part of your success story. So can you tell us that?
1: Well, I was a combat physician. I uh, was in the Gulf War, and uh, I was in the 3rd Armored Division um, at the time. And I was the, uh, the, one of the senior officers. Um, and uh, then I, I tra- practiced traditional medicine, and uh, characteristically, uh, up until 1996, 97, and then I did locums uh, for at the Indian tribes uh, in Alaska. From there, I went uh, and I did a disease management program for seven years with a company that was innovating uh, its um, about um, its care for renal failure patients, and we we uh, managed to uh, get that under control. And when and that's where I learned about dietitians and how important diet was. Uh, in the therapy uh, for kidney disease, but all of therapy, and that's where I adopted a ketogenic diet and, and to begin with. From there, I kept up with the disease management and the dietitians, and we employed a uh, program for um, self-insured uh, businesses, uh, and we provided um, primary care and and uh, assistance and health uh, care. Uh, during that time is when I learned about CBD, and we actually incorporated CBD in therapy, and we um, we had a tremendous success, saving as much as seven million dollars off of, of some patients uh, with um, chronic uh, problems and are typically arthritis uh, and uh, autoimmune diseases. And so, about seven years ago, I learned about cannabidiol. It was uh, brought to my attention by a physical therapist, uh, and a leader in the industry. Um, and he introduced me to uh, the program, and I started using it, and I, I, st- I studied it, um, and I've been studying it ever since. But uh, I had the opportunity to start dealing with patients at that time. I was the medical director uh, for Elixinol, and I provided services for them and counseling uh, their patients and uh, prospects. And that's where I really cut my teeth and I learned about uh, cannabidiol and its potential uh, for all health matters, including dementia.
0: So tell us about uh, Terry, your patient. Uh, I think she was the first patient with dementia that you treated, and that's a pretty dramatic story.
1: She was uh, when I did locums, uh, uh, tenons. Well, well, I fill in for an absent doctor. I did it in uh, Twillingate, in um, in Newfoundland, and there I met uh, uh, Terry uh, and her uh, sister. Uh, and Terry was a dementia patient. Uh, well, she was she was a uh, Down syndrome. She did well for a number of years, but then, and she was sixty one years old, so it was really kind of old for uh, Down syndrome. Um, and she was uh, uh, cognitively okay when i met, first met her but uh, in the course of a year and a half uh, she developed accelerated dementia and she became combative and destructive and uh, threatening uh, to her sister and since her sister was her care provider then the only thing left would be for her to be institutionalized now in canada they didn't have uh, i was unable to ship products but I did get some uh, cannabidiol and some caryophylline in a cream uh, and thought that that would be the best mode. She, The sister applied that to her chest uh, twice a day. Uh, and for two weeks, uh, after two weeks, she had a sudden uh, alertness that came over her. She was responding appropriately and she had recovered from the dementia, which was well-seated uh, in in her in her brain, um, and I was I was so surprised, and I was it was so remarkable that we were just using a topical dose, a micro dose of uh, CBD and offlin and we saw such a dramatic improvement.
0: Well, it's a pretty stunning story because uh, I think there are caregivers listening. I was a caregiver. I know what it's like, and. Um, the sister who had been caring for her right, and uh with love and everything was sweet and tender between the sisters. And gradually, the Terry, the sister with Down syndrome, developed these very aggressive behaviors where the sister was – it sounds like she was fearing assault or even suffering from possibly assault – and by just this simple procedure that you described of using topical CBD, these dangerous, uh, violent, aggressive symptoms went away and the stress was taken off from the caregiver of, of worrying about what was going to happen to her sister. I mean, anybody who's a caregiver understands the just unbelievable magnitude of what you just described.
1: Well, I think you're absolutely right that um, certainly um, CBD and, uh, doesn't work in everybody, but it is calming and it helps improve the sleep quality and improves the symptoms, uh, not only for the patient, but for the care provider. And I think that it's, uh, it's uh, neglected uh, that we you know, don't treat our care providers. And I know that's very, very stressful uh, for them. And as we talked about in the Brazilian case mm-hmm, study mm-hmm, uh, for mm-hmm. exhaustion, uh, this is a perfect treatment for them. They don't have to take a lot and they can um, deal with the stresses and as well as treating the, the uh, anxiety and the sleep disorders and the aggressiveness of their patients.
0: I, I think this is so important uh, uh, for the caregivers who are listening to hear or for anybody under enormous stress to hear that through this simple, possibly topical use, you can sleep better, you can calm down, you can just cool off that that burning exhaustion and handle the situation much better. So, So this is... This is huge. This is huge stuff. So let's let's talk. We have, haven't really talked about CBD itself, what it is. And there's a lot of confusion about this topic. CBD is a cannabinoid, which seems to connect with cannabis, which seems to connect with marijuana. So it's all quite confusing. So mm. let's clear that up.
1: Okay. Um, the plant is cannabis. The cannabis sativa is the most common one. And that is the cannabis. Now, that was a long time ago. It was uh, nicknamed uh, marijuana, and that was distinguished from hemp. And the marijuana was a term that was the derogatory uh, term that was, um, that was uh, coined in, uh, in Mexico. And uh, it was uh, uh, po- for political purposes that, that went on. And so the distinction is uh, really marijuana containing psychoactive substance called THC and hemp, not containing the THC, but having the CBD of uh, great benefit. So that's that's what I like to describe uh, the difference between marijuana and hemp, and the uh, distinguishing between THC and CBD. Although the and the overall the, the the general plant is the cannabis plant.
0: So okay, so just to clarify this, um, CBD, which we're talking about, is derived from. Hemp, and there is there are no psychoactive agents there. You're not going to suddenly travel back to your inner Woodstock um, <laughs> when <laughs> you're in the middle of the supermarket. Uh, th- this, <laughs> it, it's not like that. It just does not contain those agents.
1: Well, it it may, but and, and microscopic levels, so that they don't cause any of the f- psychoactive effects.
0: Let's differentiate it from medical marijuana because I think people have heard of that. That's kind of a growing movement. That's a growing thing. How are they different? What, what does medical marijuana do that, that might be a very good thing to do but that CBD doesn't do?
1: Well, medical marijuana is, uh, um, contains uh, significant amounts of THC. And then the levels of THC are quite variable. Um, But THC has been shown to be effective for some types of anxiety um, and also for sleep uh, and for pain mainly. So I see the strength of THC is, is in dealing with pain. And where I run into problems where I'm not able to adequately control pain with CBD, then I will resort to a small amount of THC uh, to accommodate that.
0: And does it also does it stimulate appetite in uh, cancer patients? I think I've heard it in connection with that.
1: Yes, there is some uh, treatment of uh, cachexia or the body wasting and appetite uh, in cancer patients uh, with THC and uh, provides a significant amount of benefit. It also has uh, some anti-cancer effects as well. Hmm.
0: Okay. So now, actually, we haven't really talked about how does CBD work? What's it doing in the body? I guess you did touch on it a little bit, but just give us a sense. What is this thing? What's it, what's it doing?
1: Well, I think the main thrust uh, that I want to get across is CBD is that it's an upregulator of the endocannabinoid system. That, and we have and endo, We have a cannabinoid system in our bodies that is uh, orchestrating the homeopathy and the homeostasis of our bodies and, and our natural way of being. And when uh, we get into disease states or we get into conflicts, then, then that uh, system uh, it regulates and it, it changes. We have a change in receptors. We have a change in agonists. And then that gets disrupted the CBD actually has been beneficial in correcting for those things. And so there are enzymes that uh, deal with the breakdown of the natural endocannabinoids. And uh, CBD, in particular, blocks that enzyme so that then you have higher amounts of that enzyme circulating. It also promotes the endocannabinoid receptors that are very key and important in orchestrating anti-inflammatory effects and immune effects. Now, if you're talking about individual targets, there are literally hundreds of individual uh, targets. I've recorded at least uh, 250 of uh, mechanisms that are at play. And the the reason I do that is because oftentimes uh, with unusual diseases, I'm not able to find a direct link, a direct clinical link, But when I delve into the mechanisms of the disease, I will find uh, a particular mechanism and then I will parallel that with the findings in preclinical literature for CBD and I'll connect them to the two of them by the mechanisms that appear to be plausible. And in 95% of cases, uh, CBD has performed well in that regard.
0: Well, I... I think we can just take a minute to think about the endocannabinoid system. Where the heck did that come from? Where did they sneak that into? Into <laughs> us, we all know about our digestive system and our respiratory system, our nervous system. All of a sudden, whoever heard of the endocannabinoid system? I think it's a it's a relatively new discovery, right? I mean, we learned about it, is, it in as, the as 90s. a result
1: of uh, searching uh, for THC and mechanisms why THC. Uh, then, uh, by Dr. Mashulem, he identified. Not only one receptor, but two receptors, and uh, possibly a third receptor that are is involved with it. He also identified natural substances, natural endocannabinoids, that we produce in our bodies, and that they perform different actions for the benefit uh, and the detriment of uh, our uh, physiology and our mental health. And and so this it's a it's a complex uh, system, uh, but it in fact um, I. I envision it as being the the chemical software of the body that tells what is going on um, outside of the body uh, to the inside and from the inside to the outside. So it's amazingly complex that you've dealt with uh, different problems. Um, Each of those problems, it probably has an endocannabinoid uh, effect and has an endocannabinoid deviation that leads to that disease and can be supported by a strong endocannabinoid system and particular, particularly CBD.
0: It's It's kind of humbling to think how much we don't know about our own bodies. I mean, here we have the system, which is... The endocannabinoid system, which as you just described, it sounds so crucial for so many factors and seems to play such a big role in maintaining uh, equilibrium in the body, homeostasis, balancing things out. And we didn't even know it was around until a few decades ago. So th- there's so much we need to learn about ourselves. Um, and this, this to me is a good example of that, how much we're always learning and how much we have to learn. So why don't we, I think people are probably pretty intrigued at this point <laughs> about CBD and the potential. So let's look at some of the practical, uh, aspects of it. Um, where do people find it? What are they looking for? Are there different types, different formulations? I mean, I think you've mentioned that uh, CBD can give you more energy. It can also help you sleep. Is that in the same formulation? Those are two contradictory things. So just kind of get us grounded on on what we should know if we want to start taking this.
1: Well, CBD comes in many forms. It comes as an isolate product, which means it's a pure CBD um, and it comes as a full spectrum, and then it comes with uh, blends of terpenes and other cannabinoids that are in it. So, the isolate uh, type of CBD is what's found in a prescription uh, epidiolex, which has really got the ball rolling and much of the CBD uh, literature and has provided much of the evidence for us, but it is an isolate. And as an isolate, it's a, a pure compound, and it does not have the same level of benefits as a full spectrum uh, with uh, the other um, entourage, the other cannabinoids and the other terpenes that are in a whole plant product. And that's where I want to emphasize that it's a, as a whole plant product, uh, CBD provides an enormous uh, benefit and, and uh, not the ill effects and not the adversity that uh, epidialects can offer. Um, typically, an apidillex is dealing with a high, very, very high doses. But uh, I can substitute a full spectrum CBD and accomplish the same mission. Now, it's also available as an additive, and then people can get it in their coffee. They can wow. um, they they can get it as a cream. Uh, can they can get it in a keto formula? Actually, uh, as a daily balance uh, has. Uh, product like that. And um, so that you can use it as a creamer and add it to your coffee. Oh, wow.
0: um,
1: it can be used uh, topically. The, the oil is really well absorbed uh, topically. I mentioned that with Terry, uh, but I've seen it in countless other situations where it provides immediate analgesia to an area of pain. Um, and uh, it can be vaporized too. And vaporized is an intriguing approach that has been uh, in my experience corrective against retinopathy uh, so you can deal with uh, macular degeneration uh, retinal vein thrombosis uh, and uh, diabetic retinopathy as well as glaucoma with uh, these compounds in the cannabinoids and and uh, every product is different uh, and there comes in capsules as well as tinctures um, so there's a host of ways that you can take uh, the cannabinoids in and CBD in, um, I really try to emphasize um, a uh, full spectrum uh, from a reliable source and uh, somebody with uh, somebody company with uh, ideally with um, organic uh, sourcing uh, and a full spectrum type of product. And, and uh, in terms of dosage, you just have to find out uh, how you do with it. Uh, if you, you're a sensitive individual or if you're not sensitive, you just have to try it and find out which dose is right for you.
0: I went on Amazon last night just to check if I put in CBD just to see what comes up, you know, so I could see what, uh, what people will find if they do that. And it was mostly hemp oil. That's, that's, those were most of the what, – what's the difference between a hemp oil? Is that a broad-spectrum CBD product? or?
1: No, hemp oil does not contain any CBD. Oh. Um, and that's it's purely hemp oil. And due to the, the nature, the legal nature of CBD, it's still in a gray category legally. The federal government supposedly bans it, and the state governments allow it. So it's confusing, and it's uh, perplexing um, for for clinicians, and there's also financial constraints on it. So there's been a lot of effort to legalize it through legislature, but uh, that has not actually uh, been formalized, and it's not settled uh, as to how it can be used.
0: So. Is it state by state? I mean, I have a CBD store right around the corner from me here in New York City. Um, is it state by state whether or yes. not you can buy it?
1: Oh, well, I think you can. Uh, um, I think you can buy it. Um, mail order, uh, in any case, uh, and it's uh, it's legal to, uh, across state lines if it's uh, hemp containing less than 03 uh, percent THC. Um, but it's also available in numerous stores, and it's all over the place. Um, there were the restrictions at some time ago, but those have pretty well been lifted now, and so that it is available in every state.
0: Okay, so it's available in every state. And on another practical matter, does it show up on a dr- on a drug test?
1: Well, if it's hemp uh, and it contains a small amount of THC then that THC is can show up on a testing. Um, and the smallest amount of THC can actually show up uh, on testing. Um, but there are uh, pure CBD products like the Epidiolex that don't contain any THC that are unlikely to show positive testing um, in the urine.
0: So these are all issues for people to consider, um, as they um, figure out what they want to do about this. You mentioned in the different ways to take CBD. I believe one of them was with ketones, and that uh, leads us to the whole very interesting topic of uh, fats, ketones, ketogenic diets. So in general, is it a good idea to take CBD with fats?
1: Yes. Uh, now, CBD with fat and oils is uh, particularly enhancing its absorption. It goes, uh, it, when it's taken with fat, with meals, it goes to the intestinal um, lymphatics. It gets absorbed there and it can concentrate up to 200 times uh, the, um, the amount uh, that you take in. It'll concentrate in the lymphatics, which is where you really want to hit your uh, immune system. And so, and uh, otherwise, uh, it goes through the body. It uh, gets digested and uh, gets metabolized by the liver.
0: So, are there particular uh, fats or oils that you recommend taking in conjunction with CBD at the same time?
1: Yes, my favorite is MCT oil because ah. it has that enhancing quality towards uh, ketogenesis. Uh, and to beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is a Mm -hmm. signaling substance in the brain and uh, for our bodies. It's an ideal substance for uh, brain function.
0: Well, this brings me back to my very first days reporting on Alzheimer's 10 years ago, where I began with the amazing discovery of coconut oil. And uh, coconut oil... Uh, dr mary newport who whose husband was suffering from early onset uh Alzheimer's discovered that she was getting miraculous results by giving him coconut oil and then she publicized the um effects of that, and a lot of people got turned onto it but uh what you're saying is that uh you you find the optimum fat to be medium chain triglycerides, MCT oil, which is an extract from coconut oil. And so, um, this is something people who, um, have been interested in Alzheimer's or who have followed my, um, video series, Awakening from Alzheimer's and Regain Your Brain, this is something they're familiar with and probably a lot of them are doing. Um, and, uh, you can get coconut oil, you can get MCT oil, you can get combinations of them. And now you can take CBD with them and, and be doing even more good things for yourself, right? So.
1: There's another oil that's very important. And CBD really doesn't work well in the brain without it. It's omega-3s. Um, the, you, you need omega-3s for CBD to work po- properly in the brain. And I recommend uh, maybe the two or three grams of a DHA or EPA uh, as a, a supplement um, for people who are needing um, cannabidiol for pain or other types of problems.
0: We come back to those omega 3s so often. Um, there are so many supplements that are rec- recommended for the. Brain, it feels like it could be a full time job just to shop for them and to take them, just taking all the supplements. Feels like work. But if you want to reduce like a basic wardrobe of, of, uh, of supplements, like your, you know, your jeans and your little black dress, um, I put omega 3s right up there. It's very strongly correlated with, um, uh, fighting off depression. Uh, fighting off Alzheimer's with the uh, robust immune system, right? It does so many good things. And now you're saying it works in conjunction with CBD.
1: That's right. And there's some preferential um, systems that they support in the endocannabinoid system, in particular, producing anti-inflammatory compounds through that mechanism. So, in in a sense uh you are you are using omega 3s to enhance the endocannabinoid system for anti-inflammation
0: and you know when we're talking about um the the benefits of fats of omega 3s it brings us to a ketogenic diet and this is part of a, when you're treating people cbd is part of what you're doing it's not the sum and the substance of it you know you're 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 promoting a whole lifestyle for them.
1: That's right. I I think we need to think about uh, the the whole individual, the whole person approach uh, to care. And that um, if anybody's dealing with inflammation, we need to get that squared away. We need to change their diet. The diet isn't very important. And the ketogenic diet, as I've seen, has been uh, exceptional in terms of its providing um, energy, um, fat loss, uh, diabetes control, and uh, mental health in uh, concerns um, as well um, as uh, the just overall well-being. Um, and uh, the, I think that that's uh, key and important.
0: And uh, just to boil that down for for people who are listening who may not be f- familiar with the ketogenic, diet with being in a state of ketosis, it is the essence of what you ask your patients to do to focus on low carb and high fats? Is that—is that what it comes down to at its essence?
1: Yes. Um, it's mainly as uh, a low carb. We know that uh, high carbohydrates are, are epidemic and they provide uh, the, a, a uh, they promote glycolysis, and they promote uh, inflammation within the body. And by eliminating carbohydrates, uh, you, uh, uh, you take care of diabetes, you uh, control uh, obesity, and you control inflammation and, and brain mental health. Now, you can continue with the diet, but you also need to incorporate exercise. Okay. And exercise has a role in our overall health as well.
0: So, let's talk about exercise and your particular take on how to go about doing that.
1: Well, uh, definitely exercise is important. Probably uh, resistance training is probably the best form of exercise. Um, But uh, uh, I've – so, we need to do something uh, on a daily and a rhythmic type of exercise um, and we ideally we'd be doing resistance exercises, lifting weights or uh, pushing up against immovable objects, and we just need to do that uh, for a few minutes uh, every day. Um, but uh, one of the things that I've found that has been particularly helpful has been whole body vibration, and now whole body vibration is a platform that you um, stand on, and it oscillates uh, back and forth, and it uh, creates micro contractions in. The muscles of the body, and that signals the brain as well as uh, signaling the metabolism and the muscles for health effects.
0: So, the whole body vibration is essentially passive exercise where you don't have to work very hard and all kinds of great things are happening, (laughs) including in your brain. That's right. That's right. They've even
1: used it in (laughs) intensive care units um, and Ah. uh, Parkinson's patients, and it improves balance and coordination. And it, um, it provides uh, aerobic activity as well. Uh, and it also uh, deals with the anaerobic uh, a contractions and the muscle uh, contractions of, of resistance training as well.
0: So, whole body vibration is something, uh, worth looking into. People may not have heard of it and, um, try to find, there, there's different price ranges and so, uh, try to find one that fits with your budget. And you did mention resistance training and, uh, I I do believe from my uh, research into Alzheimer's that that's very highly recommended for promoting uh, neurogenesis, new new brain cells. I seem to remember there's a there's a correlation there. Um, am I right about that? Yes,
1: no, there, there's no question about it. There's going to develop a new new brain cells, new nerve connections uh, that are going to fit into the. Um, uh, the uh, phy- physiology and the, the mental health of every individual.
0: You know, it's interesting when, uh, thinking back o- on our discussion, there are these kind of basic checkpoints for good health. And it's interesting how many of them CBD can contribute to. So we've talked today about uh, a ketogenic diet, a low carb diet with plenty of uh, healthy fats. And so that, that, you gotta have the nutrition component. So we've got that down. You've got the, um, exercise down, as you just said, all kinds of training, resistance, tr- uh, rhythm training and this, uh, whole body vibration if possible. Okay. So we've got nutrition, we've got exercise. Sleep. Sleep is so essential, and so many have pro- people have problems with sleep. You take CBD, and you are going to improve your sleep quality. Maybe you're even going to solve your sleep problems, right? That's because right. It-
1: I've seen it so often that people take a daily dose of CBD, and then they ask them how they slept, and they say, well, it's it's been marvelous. I've had the best sleep that I've had uh, in a long time. And it, the, I've looked at the science of that, and I've explored it, um, and I have found some fascinating details with respect to um, the sleep quality. But now, um, it uh, seems to, it, just taking it on daily doses improves the quality of sleep, not taking it specifically for sleep or at sleep right, time right. seems to benefit most people. Um, and I have found it also very effective for travel, for transcontinental fi- uh, travel, where you're getting uh, lost in a circadian rhythm. Um, that what the science says is that CBD floats the circadian rhythm, so you can mm. adjust to the new time zone immediately. And wow. so that's why I've traveled to Australia and to um, uh, to um, to. Um, Um, Jordan. um, I would always take uh, CBD. I would control for my exhaustion with CBD. And then I would get on the time zone uh, of the area uh, immediately uh, after um, one night's sleep, I was able to adjust uh, to it. And I've seen this is consistent for every other people. And then the quality of the sleep is in particularly improved, where where, um, the stage four or stage three or stage four sleep in particular, is concentrated uh, with a CBD effect.
0: It's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's stunning. It really is stunning. And, of course, sleep uh, is perhaps underappreciated, is how completely central it is to our health, to all kinds of health. But particularly, we're you know, we're talking about brain health. Um, you don't sleep right. You're at risk of of dementia. You don't sleep right, you're at risk of depression. You know, all these kinds of problems are provoked by the brain not going through the nightly sleep cycle in its full splendor. So The
1: reason that is, is has to do with inflammation. So when we get sleep, when we don't get sleep, we we have insomnia or we have shift uh, working, we create an inflammatory situation in the brain which leads to anxiety, depression, and uh, uh, autoimmune diseases, and um, and uh, cognitive dysfunction.
0: Yeah, chronic inflammation we're realizing more and more is the driver. Of so much bad stuff that happens. So we've got our – so we've – and the final thing. So we've addressed nutrition, exercise, sleep. And the final aspect of good health in general, uh, good brain health in particular, is managing stress. Mm. (laughs) This is where CBD seems to really, really shine. It's just – um, it's just, I'm, I'm thinking back to those doctors in Brazil who were just wiped out from dealing with COVID and just couldn't face it anymore. I mean, that's kind of ultimate stress. And, uh, who, who this revived and, uh, well, as you use the word homeostasis, it somehow put their whole body back in balance. And so they were able to feel refreshed and renewed and can go back into the lion's den.
1: Well, CBD seems to control for the, a lot of the neurotransmitters that are involved with anxiety. And, um, and so that uh, I see um, with my dosing and my recommendations for a sublingual dose uh, oftentimes is extremely beneficial and it relieves anxiety uh, on the, uh, within a minute, within two minutes of the dose uh, that they seem to relax and calm and they have expression. Their face relax, their muscles relax, Mm. uh, but they have, uh, and their voice relaxes too. Mm -hmm. They actually have an improvement in the depth, and they they uh, of their voice, and they have an octave uh, increase. Uh, So they they actually go into a deeper octave uh, of their voice, and I see this relaxation commonly. And my my technique uh, for um, observing people with their first dose and using it sublingually in that way.
0: Well, since I'm a singer, I love what you're saying about the voice. <laughs> Relaxing it and getting more out of it. That, that sounds, that sounds really great. Um, do you, you work with people? Uh, people can find you and contact you. And do you, do you help them deal with these subtleties of which kinds of CB, which combinations, uh, um, there's CBD, and there's also you had mentioned BCP, beta. I'm gonna pronounce it cariophyllin. <laughs> cariophyllin, did I get right. that right? Yeah, okay. Um, and that m- maybe just tell us a word about car- cariophyllin and and all its charms.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, uh, I do take uh, a particular custom blends. Uh, I can do custom blends for people if they have, and I can select out products uh, that would be ideal. Uh, for uh, CBD use. Uh, um, and also, I talk about other cannabinoids. Uh, Palmatil ethanolamide is, uh, is another endocannabinoid that's available at Amazon. And oleol ethanolamide is also a cannabinoid that's available and has particularly uh, uh, beneficial for the diet and regulation of the, uh, some of the receptor systems that are in the body. But in addition, there is uh, something I've been using more frequently is uh, caryophylline. Now, caryophylline is the oil that is in black pepper. It's in basil, oregano, cinnamon. And it, it, probably the reason why it's been used is because um, of the, uh, these are, are herbs and they've been beneficial because of the caryophylline that's been in them. And so I've uh, devised uh, a technique of topical as well as oral formulation for caryophylline. Now, caryophylline does not come specifically from cannabis. It's found in over a thousand plants, and uh, but it is contained in some degree in cannabis. Um, but uh, I prefer uh, for the most for the most part to use alternative sources. Now, particularly, cannabidiol, um, you no know, is has a host of particular benefits. That parallels CBD. And one in particular is the CB2 receptor. It is a direct agonist of the CB2 receptor, which is contained in every one of our immune cells and calms inflammation um, and marvelously and uh, very thoroughly.
0: So I think you've given us a sense that there's a whole universe out there of these uh, extracts from plants, from hemp and from other plants like in caryophylline that can do amazing things for us, almost like a tonic. So many different kinds of healing actions without side effects that are harmful for the most part, overwhelmingly so. And uh, so much to discover. So I hope people... um get inspired to look into this maybe try some different products maybe uh maybe do a little research on their own and see what might work for them or for people they love who might uh, be dealing with problems that have been difficult even who knew uh, uh macular degeneration and uh things you you know you mentioned stuttering to me when we were talking That's right. right even stuttering <laughs> tell me about that
1: well, uh, I had a c- case of uh, a gentleman who uh, that had a 17-year-old son. Um, they uh, had; He's been on medication and off medication for years without benefit or just marginal benefit. Um, he had the opportunity to vape um, and inhale uh, CBD and caryophylline-type compound, and it immediately stopped the stuttering. And he's <laughs> been doing it ever since uh, over the last... Uh, several days, and he's had marvelous results. He's improved his schoolwork, and his uh, behavior has improved tremendously by doing that.
0: It's almost like, because you mentioned burning mouth syndrome before, um, it's almost like, um, it seems like just about anything, if, if you don't know what to do about it, well, what the heck, I don't... <laughs> Not try this. Maybe this is the missing piece. Who knows? What do you have to lose?
1: Well, I think it all relates to the imbalance in the endocannabinoid system. And if we can find what that imbalance is, if we can find if 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 it is present, we don't have good tests for and determining when the endocannabinoid system is in balance or out of balance. But if we did, we could use uh, CBD, and it's worth a try. Uh, or caryophylline to correct for that endocannabinoid imbalance and bring us to homeostasis and bring us to a balanced and healthful existence.
0: That's beautiful. I think we can wrap it up right there. We've reached homeostasis. (laughs) We've reached a balanced existence. That's where we want to be. So uh, thank you so very much, Dr. Blair. You're doing really important work. Uh, and you're really opening people's minds to the enormous possibilities of healing they can find with CBD. So thank you.
1: It's a, it's a pleasure, and my, the, the thrust of my work is to take care of people and find diseases that have been neglected that could be corrected with the cannabinoids in particular
0: and where can people find you on uh, online?
1: I'm at Dr. Blair DrPhilipBlair.com and uh, that's the main main site and I take consults and I will uh, review um, cases uh, for people
0: DrPhilipBlair.com Philip is with one L and uh, I hope lots of people find you and get lots of healing for themselves and people they love so thank you Thank you, Dr. Blair. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to follow us on social media and sign up for our newsletter, Brain Health Breakthroughs, just click on the links in the description below. You're listening to Brain Health Breakthroughs, where we help you get smarter, think faster, remember more.